Sound surprised? I, I am. It's like for some reason, these last couple of days have just been like extremely exhausting for me. Yeah. And I feel like I've done less work than normal these last couple of days, but I am just I'm coming home just exhausted, just you know physically, mentally, just drained. One of those day, one of those times where I feel like today should be the last day of my work week and it's not even home day yet. I'm like, how the hell am I still going through? How did that work out? It is. It's, it's one of those. So I, I'm surprised that I'm looking back on what has been a good week. Just been I'm tiring. Just waiting for this week to continue. Go, go, go. Because I'm going on vacation Friday, so. Oh, yeah. I'm just okay. like, hurry up, get here. Come on. I'm getting a oil change Friday. Woo! That's awesome, honey. That's going to be so much That's fun. my big weekend plans right there. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> I think of you. Oil change. Woo! <laughs> Poconos. Woo-woo! Yeah, yours sounds better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my wife, I think, officially found a car that she's getting. Yay! Should hopefully, if all goes well, she should have keys tomorrow. Already signed. Paid some for it. <laughs> We've already signed to the bed. I think she is happy with her pick. I'm hoping she's happy with her pick. God, please be happy with her pick. I like it. Um, but I'm happy that that is, that is almost over with all the stress of that part of it because God knows that's never a super fun process. No. Um, I did. I've noticed that summer is finally hitting us here. Yes. Not only because we had the official kick in of summer on the 21st, but it seemed like starting on that day, we warmed up and finally got sun. Yeah, it's been it's like, like it knew. 80s it's like, constantly. It's like it knew. It's like, oh, it's summertime. Well, here you go. Here's some high 80s, low 90s, some sun to throw in there. It's like, I, I don't know if they're just waiting for that 21st of June to hit or not. But you know what? I'm happy. Got a little bit of that farmer's tan when I was... Oh, and awesome. I was uh, weeding some berry bushes along with 50,327 pokes. But, you know, besides that, all them jaggers. And what better way to kick off summer than day number two of the summer? I got to go out to the races, which I love doing. Absolutely love going out to the dirt track races. I hear they were good ones, too. They were. It was their special. It was like their one of, probably their biggest race of the year. One That's or, awesome. One of their... Either their biggest or maybe their second biggest race of the year. That I would that venture to say it's the biggest, to. yeah. Um, you know, it just brings in a giant crowd. We're in Southwest PA. I mean, we had racers from Georgia, Kansas, Kentucky, uh, Ontario, Manitoba. 
well, you know, when you got a 30,000 person stake, a lot of people are going to show. And if you know anything about dirt track race, that's a, that's a big mm-hmm. purse. That is actually in that series, the largest purse that they give out throughout the year. They only do that twice. And their year runs like from February to October because they race literally around the nation. Yeah. So that was fun to go out to. I had a blast, blast getting to see that. Glad to hear that. it. Uh, it, like I said earlier, it is episode number 53. 53 is the beloved racing number of Herbie the Love Bug. I love Herbie. It was the most points scored in a playoff game by a rookie in the NBA. A rookie by the name of Will Chamberlain in 1960. Yeah. There are 53 Hail Mary beads on a standard five-decade Catholic rosary. Uh, the Ramones sing a song, 53 and a third. Lastly, 53 years is how many years the Grinch fears heard the Who's Christmas cheers. Now for us to cheer after our first of hopefully 53 podcast years. Yeah! Uh, I'm absolutely just ecstatic for this episode. Yes, I'm so... I, I'm actually excited and nervous and I have eager... Been this nervous before an episode i don't think honestly since our first i agree and it's very had, exciting and we did have a special episode before if you remember a year mm-hmm. end one but for some reason i wasn't nervous i was excited for it but i was not nervous like i legit am nervous about this episode i think it's because it's this really gonna be different from our regular i think that's what it is it's, I think it's, it's not like i'm not used to change story like story change. package thought story it's not like that yeah we're, we're, we're really throwing me off mixing it up now if you're wondering why we're doing a special edition podcast here there is a really special reason if you notice the episode 53 uh that means this week as we release this we officially hit our one-year anniversary of podcasting. Yeah. Happy anniversary to us. Which I am extremely, uh, just super excited about. I really yes. am. And totally. what's really cool about that is, if you notice, and not to shit out our fellow podcasters. Oh, no. No, no. Lots of good podcasts out there, folks. There are. But if you notice, a lot of podcasts take these weeks off all, not all the time. I don't want to say all the time. But, you know, during, like, Christmas break, they take three weeks mm-hmm. off. Uh, during, you know, maybe summer, they'll take another two or three weeks. We have successfully done this every week without missing a week for right. 53 weeks now. Yes. And that, to me, is a pretty cool feat to not miss a single week of a week weekly episode and not miss that for 53 straight weeks. I think that's a really cool feat. Yeah, I and think I it's freaking say, awesome. I'm truly proud of that. Yeah. I'm proud to be part of that. And I think that's great. Go us. Uh, this Go is our us. first our first podcast that we ever created together mm-hmm. um, and released. So it's interesting in that aspect because this is your first podcast ever doing. Right. I have done one other one. It was a very short-lived mini-series podcast that wasn't of any, you know, mm-hmm. great excellence. It really wasn't. It was, it was a first-timer thing. It was me and my buddy and, you know. It lasted four or five episodes. That was about it. I have ideas in my head, but I have no knowledge technical-wise, so I don't know if I'll have another or not. I have the idea going for another, but... See, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's, see, I, and I think I could definitely see, you know, spring off and, and this starting to be more and more of a thing. If this were to really take off, I would love to be able to, to possibly do 
a, a, another podcast as well. I don't know if I want to stop this one. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm pretty in no, love with Rally I do Reaction. not. No, I have no plans on stopping no. it. But, uh, but in order to do that, like we were saying earlier, with those comments and the tweets and the rates and the reviews and all that fun stuff, we really need that to to keep us going. Right. Um, not only emotionally, <laughs> but because you have no idea how much it helps keep us going on the mental mental front. Right. To see that, it really gives us that spark and that energy That's true. to keep going. To keep going, right, yeah. But it also is needed on the business side of things. Yes. If you want to get into real talk, we need that to keep getting supporting and, and keep being able to do To this. do it, right. Because... To keep being on all those podcast channels, the pod being and the is. pod. It is. It's not yes. a, a, a free, you know, thing. No, we, we, we release it for free. Right. But we have to we have to break even somewhere. Right. So y'all support is really, truly what keeps us going. Amen. And I mean, that is awesome. And I hope that never dies down because no. I don't ever want to stop. And I, I love this. And I thank y'all so much for Right. That. God bless all our kinfolk, baby. Yes, very, very much. So, like, I, I can't say that enough on how thankful I am. I know I pick on it some weeks about how the lack of sleep I get because if you know my personal life, this I, as much as I wish this would pay my bills, this does not. Uh, I mean, I do not make enough to pay all my bills off of this. Uh, I make barely enough to keep this going. Uh, so I do have to have a full-time job, and it's a full-time plus sum. And this, we put we put a lot of time into it. Yes, we do. So this is a lot of sleep. I know I give shit to that, but I wouldn't have it any other way. No, I love doing it. I love doing it. So, but that being said, we're going to get into it. And like Mama Burr was saying, this is going to be a slightly, slightly different atmosphere this week. Yeah, stick with us, folks. You're going to like it. We are still going to bring you some stories. We're not going to completely knock out on that at all. Because, well, we kind of any stories. we got to have something in there. It's us. But with that being said, instead of seeing Mama Bring bring a story, I bring a story, Mama Bring bring a story, I bring a story. Right. It's we're gonna have three stories and you'll see why because this is gonna go into the end and not make you have to listen for three straight hours of us. We're gonna kinda combine a little bit. Uh, we're just gonna do three stories together and kinda mm-hmm. kinda go from there. That being said, our first story is gonna be Ray of Hope. Alright. Uh, and that is if you were listening this last week and you're a baseball person like as you know by listening now we are both big baseball fans yep 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 the rays are exploring an option of splitting their home games between tampa bay and montreal mm-hmm. uh and the major league baseball has actually given them permission to explore this option which was something that many people didn't think they would do no, it's kind of exciting, I think. Uh, I don't. Has there ever been a two city team in baseball? No. Or any sport? That's a really weird thing. I don't. Not that I know of, team, anyway. I honestly can't think of any sport that I've ever seen a two city team. No, I don't. And they're not. They're not drawn in the crowd down in Tampa. They're not. They're not. So I think they're they're doing the right thing by exploring instead of just leaving. They, uh, they did look into building a new build, uh, new stadium back in December, but they abandoned a plan to build across uh, across the bay in Tampa. So they're committed to playing in Tropicana Field through 2027. And I just, that worries me for them, because they are right now always rated as one of the lowest attended yes. home games for some reason. And I don't, they have a I wish I knew more of a business reason behind as to why, but they are. They just haven't gotten that 
that fever pitch down there in in Tampa. Now, now obviously, this would give up some some major hurdles to do this. Right, right. Uh, one of those being if you realize the two cities' names are Medford, Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. and Montreal, Canada. Yeah. That's 1,500 miles apart. Yeah, they're not exactly next door. This isn't, yeah, this isn't Miami and Tampa merging. Right. This isn't, you know, the two L.A. teams merging or two Chicago teams merging, two New York teams. These are basically as far apart as you can get in the MLB right now. Uh, so their goal would be, in this consideration, would be maybe doing the first half of the season home games at Tampa Bay and the second half of the home season games in Montreal. I think it's awesome. I I really hope this works for them because I hate to see baseball teams just go away. Or they go to another city, which is what they do, you know. Oh, yeah. And start again. I mean, you figure this year alone they're 29th in attendance so far. Right. And they ranked 29th and 30th in each of the past two seasons respectively. Yeah. So that's kind of what's... But making this start, yeah, it's motivating. Like they already last winter when they were talking about building the new stadium, and they didn't. Which I'm, not, I'm still really not positive why they ever abandoned that. I'm not uh, sure. Every story I I've ever read it. into it said they just abandoned it. They didn't say yeah, why. Yeah, they never gave a reason. Yeah, it was just oh yeah, this is talking, and then nothing, and then zip. Uh, they did remove five thousand seats instead of abandoning. And rebuilding a new stadium, they just removed 5,000 seats out of their stadium to give a more intimate atmosphere, mm-hmm. hopefully make it feel more crowded, make people want to be more together, I guess. Yes. Um, so, this would be the first time that Montreal um, is back in the MLB since 2004 when the Expos moved over to Washington mm-hmm. and then obviously became the Nationals that we know today. Which I was really shocked about that. For some reason, I thought that was longer ago. I didn't think the Nationals were such a new, a new know. team with yeah. their move. For, like I don't know. In my mind, I knew the Expos, I know the Nationals, but for my, in my mind, that was like had to be so much longer ago that happened, not fourteen years ago. I was thinking, like, oh, that's because twenty-five years ago. That's in the nineties. And thinking of no, I guess that would have been. I think it's. I think it has a lot to do with the Nationals as a team making such an impact in baseball. They have. They made an impact in a short time, and maybe that is why. So, uh, I'm definitely curious to see what everyone's thoughts would be. Uh, I don't. I don't know how I feel about this. I think it's a great idea, and I really hope that they can pull in the numbers that they're looking for. I just. I don't know how I feel about a two-city team. That's just very weird. Now, like I said, I don't know if it has been done before. I really don't. But I am interesting to see how it works out. I really am. I think it goes back to me not liking the change. It's just that's such a weird concept. I don't know how I feel about that. That is such a just a kind of excited to see. I would never thought of that being one of the talks that happened. I admit it is a long distance one. By any like, stretch how do you support that thing? What are you a Montreal fan? Are you a Tampa fan? Do they just go by the Major League Baseball's Rays? Like, I'm not sure what they'll do. Like in that aspect, like, you just call Tampa half the year, and the Montreal the other half of the year, and you don't know what the hell team it is, or the Tampa Troll Rays. You could have just went with like Montreal Rays. Okay, that's like, that better. Least, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. <laughs> I'm very curious as to, like, what 
those are the questions I have. Like, I have so many of these questions. And then they were they abandoned the idea to build a new stadium in Tampa. But when you have to build a stadium in Montreal, because it's not like the Expo Stadium is still going to be good. It's probably if it's not already demolished. I don't know if it is. Right. But it's probably already, you know, so abandoned. Even if it wasn't demolished, that wouldn't be. It would cost just as much to renovate it. Yeah, you would end up having to build a new one anyway, essentially. My guess is the city did not want to pay because there's not enough, enough revenue. In but the then team. you still get Montreal to pay. To a team but maybe Montreal, they're a big baseball. They are. I was shocked when the Expos left them. Yeah. Because they weren't. Were they low on attendance when they left? No. Montreal? I didn't think so. I wonder why they left. I don't know. I really Expos. don't. That is but a I, good they, question. Everybody, I mean, still to this day, you still see people wear Expos gear. Oh, yeah. Well, they you know, had like, it was always though. Yeah. <laughs> it was always a thing. I don't know. That's just very weird. I'm curious to see what y'all's thoughts are. I don't... I know you're really excited for it. I, don't, I am. I don't know how excited I am for it. I know. Now, obviously, uh, this being said, nothing was set in stone. This right. is literally just talks and the reason why it became such a big story is because this last week the talks became official mm-hmm. and the MLB approved it they got a green light that's why it's become so big now exactly it was always hush I, I don't know if this is even a so now story they have talk to I think make this was talks with just the higher ups right. and then when it became official like they were allowed to pursue it and think mm-hmm. about it that's when the talks kind of became public is what right. they were thinking so I don't. I'm sure they got somebody to run the numbers and you know do all the good stuff that you have to do. Oh yeah, I just I don't know. I'm excited. Mm. I hope this gives Tampa Bay the boost that they they need, they deserve. I, I hope do, they get I, it. I don't mind Tampa Bay, and, and I always thought Tropicana Field was kind of cool because it's one of the few enclosed baseball fields. Most baseball fields yes. don't have a dome atmosphere. No. It's what them, and I think the Astros do as well. You have the Astrodome. I'm trying to think. Brewers have a retractable stadium. Do they? Yes. I'm almost positive the Brewers do. Okay. For some reason, the Brewers stadium is not coming to my head, so. Yeah, I'm almost. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Brewers definitely have a a retractable roof. Okay. I don't know if anybody else does. So I thought that was kind of a cool, like, uniqueness to them. They're one of the few. Right. I don't know. Anyway, bring it into our next story. Um, we're going to go into tattoo talk. Ooh. Now, if you Let's know... Let's talk about tattoos. You know me. I love tattoos. Oh, they're um, very addictive. They you are. You get one, you want ten. You are. And, and speaking of ten, my wife has ten. <laughs> so obviously, I think tattoo chicks are hot. I, I love tattoos. I really do. I see nothing wrong with them. What I do hate are face tattoos. Can't stand that. Yeah, that's just... No, that's just... Weird. No, that is like just waiting for your time to go into jail. No. <laughs> okay, I think, I think that, that might be slightly sensible on most of them, but you know. Leave the face out of it. Uh, I... Like I said, I like tattoos. I personally have two of them, and I want more. The only reason I don't have more is because I am a cheap ass. So I'm very frugal when it comes to that things. When it comes to me, anyway, I'm more willing to spend when it goes down to other people. But when it's to me, I'm very frugal. I like to save my money. Like yeah, it's me. I don't need it. But yeah, like I said, my wife has ten of them, and I, I absolutely adore tattoos. That got me to thinking of what is. Like the most tattooed countries and heavily tattooed people. 
Well, some tattoos have to do with for religion purposes, right? Some Some do, yeah. yeah. So I would think like those kind of countries probably have more. I would think anyway. So what are your thoughts? What What do you think think is going to be like like the most tattooed tattooed country? If I had to guess, I would say somewhere like India. Hmm. Interesting. I think it has to do with the religious thing, but they have a lot of the henna. Is that being considered? You know what I mean? I don't don't think it's considered under this research. Hmm. Okay. Those aren't permanent tattoos. Right. Um, Well, I I can can tell you this. You are very, very wrong. Okay, great. Um, Super, super. (laughs) I have the top 18 countries on this list. And I'll put it this way. India is not on there. Damn. So the overall average of tattoos, I guess we'll start with that. Uh, The average country, 38% of the population has at least a tattoo. Okay. So that's kind of like our baseline average. All right. All right. Um, and I'll kind of go like Brazil almost hits it at 37, France and Germany are at 36. You know, those are the countries just that are just yeah. below the, the average. I'm going to focus on the countries that are above the average. Like, like we said, we like tattoos. I've already been super wrong. So, so the UK just barely beats out at 40%. Denmark at 41. Spain at 42. Australia and Argentina both have 43% of their population tattooed. The USA comes in at number three. Get out! 46% of Americans have a tattoo. Ooh! Sweden, 47% of their population has a tattoo. Damn. And then 48% of the population of Italy has a tattoo. Oh, yes! So Italy is actually the most tattooed country. My home country. My people. Now, everybody thinks that it's probably all an age thing, right? It's, it's the, the millennials getting the tattoos. I don't think no one else has tattoos. No, I disagree. Well, you're disagreeing would be correct because that's not the case. No, my mother got her first tattoo. I think she was 53. Uh, and you're correct because actually the highest rate of tattoos uh, is 45%, I believe, and that's people ages 30 to 49. 32% 14 to 29 have a tattoo. 28% of the people over 50 have a tattoo. So you're sitting at literally almost half of the people between 30 and 49 have a tattoo. The highest of those being right at around the age of 30, 35, I would say. Um, it seems in this like little graph here where almost 54% of that age demographic has a tattoo. So over half when you start getting in your mid-30s. But the, the highest is actually the 45% from 30 to 49. So... It's not us millennials. It's not just us. No, tattoos are some cool-ass stuff. I just don't like face ones. Keep them off the face. Now, what do you think? Guys or girls? Who has more tattoos? Guys. Wrong. Then, 36% of us have a tattoo. Whereas, 40% of women have at least one tattoo. Wow. Okay. See, that surprised me. I was going with, you know, military always has a tattoo. Almost every military member has their tattoo of their either Air Force, whatever. Oh, yeah. Some Some form of Marine. Especially as you go out of base in your tech school. Exactly. So, and I was going, there's more male than there is female in the military. That's where my head was going. Obviously wrong. Well... Tattoos are also more popular among those with higher levels of education. 
which is kind of an oddball fact out there. Thought it's as expensive as they are. Right. 32% of people with higher education have a tattoo, and those with low-level educations only have 26% of those people only have a tattoo. Wow. Um, so, high education links with tattoo likelihoods holds true with gender and age, however, basically a constant compared to the average. Um, now, we did find that 32% of the urban population has a tattoo um, compared to the only 26% of the rural regions that have a tattooed person. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Only so because basically, if you're a woman living in urban Italy with a lot of education... Yeah. You're tattooed, and you're about thirty-five. You got some tats. You have been tatted. I'm, I was guessing the availability, which is why urban. You know, you go into a city, they're on every corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is true. I mean, even when you're a warrior, you typically go to the city to get your tattoo. Right. That's what I'm saying. I just now seventy-two percent of people say that have a tattoo. That is, say they don't regret their tattoo. No. Um, Swedes, Danes, and Israel, Israelis, they're the most regretful. They have uh, 37% of Israelis and Danes regret at least one of their tattoos. Ooh, um, they probably got names. Never get a name. Ever. 38% of Swedes have at least one tattoo they regret. Now, like, the Greeks, only 17% of their people that have a tattoo regret it. And only 15% of tattooed Italians have a tattoo they regret. So not only does... Italians have a lot of tattoos. They don't regret them or shit. I'm with it. So that was just some. You should never regret a tattoo. They're freaking unless you get a name. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Never put a person's name unless it's your own on your damn body. Okay. Well, if it's your own, you're just a dick. Narcissist. Nothing wrong with it. What, what about if it's your child's name? Okay, that's cool then. I'll tell you the child thing. Or they, I, I see a lot of people with the memorial, memoriam tattoo thingies. Basically, your thing is not names. Your thing is never get a lover's name. Yeah, you don't get a wife's name. No, don't do that. Yeah, never get no, a lover's name. No, Makes me think of The Undertaker. He had a tattoo on his neck and then he divorced her. Oh, yeah, Sarah. Yeah. They said Sarah Dude. down the neck. Which, I think never do a neck tattoo anyway. No, I wouldn't. Hell no. But neck's okay. Just well, don't okay. face I, it. I, I should lie. Neck tattoos, I think I, I could do. Mm-hmm. Throat tattoos. There you go. Or I yeah. could do. And Sarah was right down there. I could not. I no. Just, I, don't, I don't want that. No. No. <laughs> no I agree. No, 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 no. Don't put a needle near there. No. 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 So our last story of the week. But don't, don't, don't fear. I know you're thinking. Don't get scared. 30 minutes in. What the hell? Don't be scared. Don't be scared. It's high. These people going on a special podcast, they just getting a break for the week. No, no we ain't even close to done. We're just going to be done with the new stories for the week. Uh, and that's tanked it. And that is all about a guy who took a joyride in a T-55 through a Polish town. You now, those of you that don't know what a T-55 is, it's a tank. Yeah. Straight up, it's a tank. Uh, and this guy was inebriated. No. Now I know. Oh my gosh! Now I'm surprised. We've all had those drunken fun nights. We just steal a tank and joy ride, right? All the time. I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Uh, Did you see me driving a tank? I want to see see you driving. driving. (laughs) I can't even push a buggy straight. (laughs) 
the police received a late-night phone call that was sure to cause concern for any residents who still harbor worries over the potential Russian aggression. Uh, the T-55 Soviet tank was spotted rolling just, just through the town's roads. <laughs> police followed up on the call when they found the military vehicle sitting on the side of a central roadway through the town. Um, and nearby, they found the occupant, which was two guys, one of whom was a drunk 48-year-old who was responsible for actually taking it and hitting the road. Best drunk story ever. Right. Uh, the driver was, in fact, ironically enough, authorized to drive the tank. Uh, I mean, Perhaps not inebriated, but yeah. Exactly. Uh, he was actually only allowed and authorized to drive the tank. He was supposed to be responsible for getting it on and off the trailer without removing it. Ah. Not actually full-on drive and definitely not with alcohol in your system. Still fun as hell. Don't regret it, dude. <laughs> I, I, I would say it's, yeah. Uh, police weren't able to get the uninsured tank back on a trailer until 5 a.m. Because, well, not everybody can drive a fucking tank. <laughs> Turns out when you're in the graveyard shift, not all of you know how to drive a tank. They should have just let him do it. Uh, they did successfully <laughs> get it back where it belonged eventually. A number of residents had taken pictures of the events and it lit oh, up yeah. because, let's be honest, if you passed that, you would be taking photos oh, too going, yeah. what the hell am I seeing? <laughs> so, was um, Did he cause any damage? Honestly, everything that I have read through the story, I can find nowhere where he actually wrecked into anything, damaged anything. He literally just took a drunk He was a ride. very polite drunk. I love it. Uh, the driver, the only reason now, the tank was there. He should have taken it through a drive-thru. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, yes. Oh, you think they have that. pierogi drive throughs in Poland? I don't think so, and I feel like that might be considered racist. Okay. Just ask him, man. And I'm just Forget saying. that. <laughs> I'm just, just stating. Uh, now, like I said, the only thing this he made this possible was the truck that actually had been transporting the tank um, needed repairs on it. So they had to unload the tank and probably, I'm guessing, because it was overnight, the guy that was fixing the trailer was probably trying to sleep, get yeah. some rest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so they could repair the trailer and get back on the road. But he took it for a little spin before loading that thing back up and letting it go. That's awesome. That's a story to tell for decades. You could be telling your grandkids. It's one time your pap got so loaded. And the other thing I never found, which I'm very curious of, is if there was any, like, charges pressed. Oh, yeah. I could not find anything about that. No, I didn't think of that. So I have no idea what's going to happen Well, to if he didn't cause any damage, drunk joyride. You're still drunk driving and you stole a fucking tank to do it. But it's fun. Come on. Okay, yeah, but all those residents, you would be scared shitless if, if you looked outside right now out of the window and you saw a tank rolling through and you don't know it's a drunk guy joyriding, not causing any damage. You're going to go, oh my fucking God, we're dying. Maybe. There's a goddamn tank in the road driving through. Okay. This is how we die. All right, baby. <laughs> so I feel like there should be charges pressed. Grab your animals. We're all going to die. Yeah, right. Save the animals. I don't give a shit about you. Save the damn animals. with the spouses. Nah, I'm just kidding. I like you, honey. But I'm saving those first. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, that brings us into Packer Spots because... 
we're not, not doing, doing an episode without that either. Heck no. Show. Like I said, that's our fight out of order this week. A little, a lot of different things going on. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Still mm-hmm. keeping some of the same good shit like Packers thoughts. We can't go without that. No, that's good stuff. What do we have for us today? We have Project Seven Gourmet Chewies, organic. <laughs> this is Project cool. Seven, that's a weird name. What? Project Seven. Project Seven. Yes, their name is Project Seven because they donate and help in seven different areas. That's so cool. With all their sales, it's awesome. Now, one of the places they do is they help the Earth. They have planted since fall of two thousand eight four point five million trees. Huh? That's awesome. That's how they're saving the Earth. Now they're gonna feed some hungry. Yes, right. Four million meals in the U.S. for the hungry. Wow. Next. What would they going to do next? I'll tell you. They help with schools. 1.2 million hours of education donated to schools. Extra. 1.2 million. That's a lot, damn it. That is, uh, that that is, is I mean, awesome, awesome, awesome. awesome. I just, that is such an astounding number to think about. For the homeless and housing and all, they have donated 1.7 million hours of shelter time for people in need. You think of how many people that is. That's awesome. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Which, by the way, I just did a quick calculator. Things. I was really curious. You were saying 1.24 million hours. Mm-hmm. Or 1.2 million hours. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And I was curious. How many days is that? Okay. That That's a good 50,000 days of education. 50,000 24-hour days of education. And they just donated it. That's freaking awesome, man. That they also cool. do healthy water because, let's face it, some of the places in the U.S., you would think we're a third world country the oh, way yeah. the water system is. You quench those Hello, thirst. Flint. And I was just about to call out Flint. <laughs> yes. They have 1.5 million, 1.5 million months of clean water for those places. Wow. So that's awesome. They also do peace. They want harmony and peace. 38,000 students for anti-bullying programs. Oh, that's so cool. That's a lot of kids. That's something needed right now, too. It sure is. It It sure is. is. I mean, it's It's always been needed. It's always needed. But I feel like now more than ever, is that really a needed thing? Another one they do is healing the sick. 127K malaria treatments they have given out. 127,000 malaria treatments. And they do this all free. Donate. That is so cool. So this is a cool-ass company. You see anything from Project 7, and now you know why it's called that. You go out there and get their shit. You got me? That is, I am like... Because that's some awesome stuff. And to top it all off, they're made right in here in the USA, in California, so... That is really, really cool. There are four flavors of these gummies. And I see they're actually, sorry, not that no. I see that they're actually uh, going to, they started coming out in the theaters too now. Oh, so that's like awesome. So you get a gourmet or a Project 7 you snack, like you get a Twizzler That's awesome. Like that. I did not know that. That's amazing. We have the fairy tale fruit. Hmm. Oh, wow. That really gets fruitier the more you chew into it, man. Yeah. It almost has... Wow. It, tell, tell me if I'm, I'm just weird. weird. 
Is this like, like a, am I almost getting like a mint aftertaste with it? I don't Not know. Not like a strong mint, mint like, like, mm, I don't know. That's really good though. Yeah. All right, next we're gonna try the front porch lemonade. Okay. Ooh, now see, I like that. That was cool and clean and crisp. And it, it I liked. stayed true to, if you ever had like a really lemonade, it's sweet, yes, mm. but it has a sour like undertone to it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, a, like lemonade should. Right. But a lot of times you eat lemonade flavored things and I you like get that. the sour undertone of that lemon really has. <laughs> I think we're gonna try the coconut lime next. Mm. Very coconutty. Hello. Oh, wow. That is like freaking opening the coconut. Damn. That, that is like drinking a shot of Malibu. Yeah. That is what that, that tastes like to me. That oh, that's really like a good. Shot of Malibu. And no, I'm, I'm a big coconut I've lover. Drank many, many things mm. out of Malibu mm. in my mm. teen years. Mm. <laughs> that was good, Uncle. Here you are. Teenage me. This is rainbow, <laughs> rainbow eyes. Mm. I like these, and these have no artificial colors, flavors, no preservatives. So get out there and help this damn country help the world. Holy company! This huh? company help the world. Not this country help the world. This company help the world. You know what I meant. Also. That fucking rainbow ice one at the end. Mm. I don't mm -hmm. know what that is, but that's, that's my favorite one by a long shot. Oh, I liked them all. I gotta be really honest with you. No, I was liking them all, mm. but by a long shot, that rainbow ice thing, whatever, I can have just a bag of those and be happy. That one. I could have a bag of the coconut ones and be happy. No, my flashbacks start kicking in. I have PTSD. <laughs> but that was. That's good, folks. And they have gum and chewies and. They have, they have lots of good candy out there, so. You really do. I just want to bag that rainbow ice one. I'm really in love with that one. And it's better for you with no artificial flavors, colors, no preservatives, and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was another good. We had a good package thought for you. Yeah, I liked it. That was very good. I'm glad about that. Very, very good. <laughs> Last thing you need is to have a special episode of shit pack your slot. Not the, I like those. Those were like crunchy on the outside and chewy on the inside, too. They remind me of those fruit mentos. Yes. Like yes, they do. Right, yes. They're like those fruit mentos, and I yes, love those. Yes, very much so, yes. But they're like that with different flavors. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100% there. Mm. All right. Now. The moment we've all been waiting for the reasoning as to why this podcast is so fucked up tell us why trav we are into the segment that we are going to do this time this episode and hopefully continue every year we're going to do our first ever annual relative reaction rewards now Tell us a little bit about how these, how these awards work. Well, yeah. we have picked out some categories that obviously have to do with the podcast. We have three nominees in each category. And, of course, the winner of such said category. You're going to love it, folks. I am. I'm really I'm excited about this part. Uh, this is... We've been working... Uh, if you remember... Oh, shit. I mean, we started this a long time ago. But we started hinting this, I think it was like the beginning of May when we kind of started hinting, saying there's going to be a special mm -hmm. special thing for our anniversary. We have named it the Twat Waffle Award. Yeah, pretty much. Dun, dun, dun. Oscar's jealous. 
oh yeah, yeah. This, this is going, going to be the next Grammys, oh, the yeah, next yeah. Oscars, yeah. the next Tonys. Tonys, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be just another reaction. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm really, really excited for this. I mean, I'm stoked. We spent a lot of time researching this, went through a lot of re-listening, which, by the way, re-listening to a lot of these podcasts over the last month or two, I have noticed, I feel like, if nothing else, we've gotten a lot better. I never realized how weird, like, the first podcast sounded compared to now. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. The ones we have now compared to a year ago are so much more natural. Mm-hmm. The sound is actually even We. Oh, oh my, it sounds horrendous the first, like, 15 It episodes. does when you look back, when you listen back on it, yeah. It's mm-hmm. so choppy, there's feedback, there's echo, there's the set, the volume I think we, we never turned off, I have a turtle in the room that we record in, and his filter constantly goes. Yeah, we, at the first, first one, we never so, shut yeah. his filter off. Oh, yeah. There's so many things <laughs> Yeah. <I've heard. laughs> And I hope we continue to get better. I hope come in a year I guess we'll look back at this episode and go, wow, we thought we were good. Yeah, yeah we thought we were doing suck. great. We like suck. Uh, but I definitely think we sound better than we did a year ago. Yes. Um, with that being said, uh, we're going to start this off with a couple cool cool things before we get too deep into the awards. And one of those things is Mama Brent has prepared something for us. Uh, she prepared some awesome headlines from when we first started. Headlines um, from so no. one year ago. Which, oh, I'm sorry, my mind works in weird ways. Yes, it does, dear. I have had a question for you on those chewable chunkies, whatever the hell they are. Uh, you, you were going through all these numbers, they were great numbers. How long ago did that company start? In the fall of 2008. Okay. I can't remember if you said that. I did. At the very beginning, I said, since the fall of 2008, they have planted so many trees. They have fed. (laughs) Thanks for listening there. It's not like we're doing a podcast together. I was sitting here thinking, I know I'm sitting here introducing (laughs) awards and shit, but I'm thinking, I wonder how many years they've been doing that. They got so much money. 50,000 days in my head going, how many out of this? You get the chance, buy some. No, that, that is true. Sorry about that. Anyway, go on to the segment that you prepared for us. I have prepared a little segment that's called Headlines from a Year Ago. That's right. One year ago, these were all major headlines. See how many you remember, or if it takes you back. Let's get in our time machine. Set it for a year ago. Press I mean, we're not going go. back far. I feel like you're going really in-depth this time. I'm pretty sure I could just yeah. <laughs> All right. Deacon the Boston. first headline that was everywhere, if you remember, was Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah. Yes, he was arrested and charged with sexual assault on various and many women. But let's be honest. Who was it in 2018? Am, Am I right? right? Ah, you haven't said his name in like a year. Y'all know you haven't. It's true. It's a shame, but true. I, I don't know if it's a shame. It might be a good thing. <laughs> a car bomb kills seven and injures 20 in Libya. Oh, wow. I remember that. Yes. And the sad part is it continues to be rough for Libya. Yeah. They haven't had a so good not year. much has really perked up and no sunshine for them, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Kind of sad. Another headline, y'all will remember this one, the Ebola outbreak in Congo. There were a total of 45 confirmed cases. 
Somebody else think it was a couple years ago, right? You got a bola. You got a bola. Huh. I got bola. Okay. You, you got, got bola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Another headline, and see if y'all will remember this now. It's a shame we forgot about it, quite frankly. Mount Kilauea volcano erupts in Hawaii. Yes. Yes. I remember, remember that. that. Yes. Yeah. Many people were out there taking video and all. Oh, yeah. Yes. So that's, I remember seeing some crazy videos from it. Yes. Where people were actually standing in front of the lava coming. You're like, dude. I know. <laughs> I was yelling at the video, but Balls whatever. Of steel magma. Yeah. You think you'd want to just, I don't know, get out the way. And last, but definitely not least, Canadian proposes ban for keeping whales and dolphins in captivity. I think the U.S. should adopt this. They are looking into it. I hope it goes. Yeah. Sea World can kiss my Shamu-sized ass. I went to Sea World once. It was fun. Oh, Do you know remember. what those poor whales... Look, I was young. All I remember is seeing really cool-looking things. They go through a lot, man. Sea World, you should be ashamed. Ashamed, I tell ya. Well, I have a couple facts that I wanted to bring up, too. Sure. Bring them on out. Uh, not necessarily facts from a year ago, but facts relating to relative reaction. All right. Like, for instance, we started June 27, 2018, so it's actually come out one day before our official one-year anniversary. Right, right. Um, the first episode, if you know, like, every week we have this last clip. Mm-hmm. What we love it is it's become a real, uh, definitely a... a cornerstone in the podcast mm-hmm. in that last clip segment well the first episode we actually called it last vent yes we did and i'm not sure why i think i don't know i'm not sure why we swapped and i don't even know which one i like better i think i, just, I think i like so last, last clip, clip better it sounds I, more i don't know. I like last clip i don't mm-hmm. know why we went with last vent i don't know <laughs> now as we were just talking about we couldn't do an episode without package thoughts never right? Well, turns out we did do some episodes about Package Thoughts because that wasn't introduced until episode six. I know. What did we do before that? I don't know. Go hungry. I'm telling you because I freaking, that's my favorite part of the podcast. It is. Uh, the first ever story that was ever brought up on a little reaction was by Mama Bryn. And you were talking about, you or your story was saying how talking about death will make you live longer. Yes. Uh, and that was followed by my first story ever, Young Blood, which is where people were trying to eat young blood transfusions right. to live longer. To live longer. I remember that. I remember those stories. Yes. I really know. Okay. That's cool shit. Now, since then, in this last year, we have actually gotten two different people that have uh, helped guest Oh, yes. We have had show. two special guests. We sure have. So we've had Anthony and Papa Lucky both guest hosts on the show, which yeah. is pretty cool, too. And That's Anthony also does our music for... Yes, he does. So... So that, I thought that was some pretty cool relative reaction facts. I think it's awesome. And I hope to have more special guests this upcoming for the next year. Yes. Oh, yes. for sure. Yes. Now, to get in to the fun part. Yeah. The awards. The best part of all. Sorry. <clears throat> Maybe I shouldn't have screamed at Yeah, I, I, I don't mind. I really it. don't. I mean, you know. <laughs> okay. So. To the awards, shall we? Thank you. 
Thank you. Please Thank you. sit down. Oh, I don't. This is too oh, much, stop folks. It. You're embarrassing me. How y'all doing? Great, super. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh. we're your hostess. This year for the Rally Reaction Awards. We're so happy to have you here. Look at the sign. We love Mama Bryn. Love you too. <laughs> okay. Fuck off. First award <laughs> that we have coming out is the best number fact. Yay. Tell us about this award. What are our nominees? Our nominees for the best number fact are from episode. 31 all facts pertaining to the number 31 nominee number two number 36 the 30s were good to us i think they were okay and the third nominee for best number fact is episode 39. Now, just to give a little bit of a refresher. Oh, please do. Uh, 31, we talked about how it was a number that was frequently worn by hockey goalies, mm-hmm. number of kings in the NHL. There were 31 kings defeated by the Israelites when they right. hit, uh, entered Canaan. 31 is an awesome card game. Ice and Motors, Bass and Robins. They called him in Japan, 31 Ice Cream. Um, 31 numbers in a letter of the Macedonian alphabet. Uh, the main part about 31 being one of the greatest number of facts ever is we learned that 31 is slang for male masturbation in Turkish, or as they say, Otis beer. <laughs> Go get them, 31 Turkish guys. Uh, and then 36, we talked about that was the number of inches in a yard, the mm-hmm. number of UK gallons in a standard beer barrel. Yeah, it was the sum of all integers. 1 through 36 are 666, which I think you liked a little bit too much. Shout out to Devo! Um, it's the perfect score on the ACT. It's the number of strikes one must throw in a row right. to pull a perfect 900 series. It's yeah, my honey could do it. <laughs> also, it's the number of possible outcomes on uh, rolled in two die. Yeah. It's the number of vehicles that started NASCAR's Camping World Series. Um, and then we talked about how it was, at last it was also the game of roulette has 36 numbers. Yes. Take a chance on us, uh, And then we also talked, you said 39 was one of our uh, 39 was our third. 39 was the number of books in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. It was the number of statements in the doctrine by the angelic church aptly named 39 articles. 39 of the 55 members of members of the Philadelphia Convention signed the U.S. Constitution. Right. 39 is the number of lashes the Sanhedrin would give out when someone was punished with the maximum of 40 lashes in one. And it's also the number of times, or it's also, the number of times citizens in ancient Rome would beat their slaves. I 39 was the shortest two digit US highway. And 39 wooden boards on a typical bowling lane. Iraq launched a total of 39 Scud missiles of Israel at Israel in the 1991 Gulf War. 39 is considered unlucky in Afghanistan due to its correlation with pimps. But in Japan, it's actually internet chain, chat slang for thank you. And lastly, we talked about how the contenders on Survivor. Compete for 39 days. Yes. So kind of a quick rundown of those facts. We found out of all the episodes that those episodes seem to have either the most facts about them or one you know, one fact stood out to us or most of the cool facts or most facts that we didn't know. That's kind of what we judge us off of. So uh, without further ado, who is the winner? Drum the roll, best please. number fact from Relative Reaction for the first season is... Number 36! Way to go, 36. Episode 36. It's all you, bud. Everything's coming up. Take this award on behalf of number 36. I just want to say thank you to all the other numbers. Wow, our next 
Uh, our next category is going to be best title. Yeah. Now, for this one, we took just of the episodes that we thought just had the best, funniest title or story that had the best, funniest title. Just the one that, you know, just kind of rolls off the tongue. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And for this, we have... At episode number 46, we had Spartan Kicking Mermaid. Yes! I love you. Episode number 32. No money, no teeth, no, no problem. problem. And then episode number 7. Yes. Throwback to this one. Hashtag, come on cake. Yes! I love it. Those are some good, those are some good ones. Oh yeah, we've, we've had, had some great title songs, I'm not going to lie. I'm telling you. That being said, what is... The winner of the first ever annual Rolling Rats Awards for the best title is... Hashtag Come on Cake. Yes! I love you! Yes, I... I don't think there's ever been a better title. No. Mm-hmm, no. We're the best out there in podcast on... That's All right. like Kingdom Podcast. a true animal lover would not have questioned that right okay uh, let us know what, what, what do we have for the nominees for best animal story the nominees are cat condo Episode 37. Love that one. Yeah. The next and number. If you don't remember that one, that, one, that was, was awesome. Uh, the Boston SWAT. Yes. Built, they had this cat that wouldn't a like, leave their, their garage and all, so they ended up building this whole condo for it in their free time. It's awesome. And it was a major-ass combo. Great. Condo. Combo. <laughs> Great story. Yes. Nominee number two from episode 16, Gay Penguin. This one just gets at my heart because this poor penguin, he was gay, so he wasn't going to have his own gay egg because you can't do that. So the he couple stole an egg. <laughs> this gay couple stole it from the straight couple and tried to make a getaway. It was awesome. I love it. Out the, uh, the people that the child belonged to got really pissy about that. Yeah. But it had a really cool ending because I do remember you saying that they found an egg that was abandoned, right. which was sad. Yes. And they gave them to that couple and they raised it. So all worked out the end. They they raised it. That was awesome. That's just a feel-good penguin story. I don't care who you are. And the third nominee for Best Animal Story from Episode 13... Bull Mitzvah! Oh, I love that one. <laughs> that was a good one. If you don't remember that one, that was where a bull was supposed to get circumcised. Yes. He was at the vet, he was supposed to get sedated. Did you think a bull really gives a shit if he's circumcised or not? Oh, bullshit. <laughs> that was horrible. That was a bad one. You don't, don't laugh. It's a hooded bull! Don't give me credit. That was horrendous. <laughs> However, uh... That he ended up jumping a six-foot fence. Yes. And the vet said there's no way he didn't know what was coming because why else would he have jumped and escaped? I've never had that happen to me before. He's like, leave my junk alone. <laughs> he, he's like, they're going to do what? Oh, no, you are. I ain't going to be no oh. cow. I'm going to stay a boo. You got to catch me. <laughs> and the winner is for best animal story. Gay penguins! Oh, I, I, I love that one. one. I'm not even mad. That's oh, that's 
Mm. I love you. Now, time to make you hungry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to go into the best packaged thoughts that we've had. Oh, we've Obviously, had so this isn't for an entire year because we started off episode six, which yeah. still blows my mind. However, out of the, the episodes we've had so far, mm-hmm. here is the nominees for the best packaged thoughts. The Cake Bites, oh. the Italian Trio flavor, where it had like a little mm-hmm. layer of the cakes. Uh, they came in a purple package of two. Mm. Super yummy, super oh, moist, super I could good. just eat just true, um, you know, dude. This next nominee comes straight out of our first ever yes. special po- uh, podcast, or special podcast, our special package thoughts. Uh, and that was when we did them on the pumpkins, and it was our pumpkin pie Pop-Tarts, which I think one of the reasons they're up here on the best is because they were probably the biggest surprise. Yes. Some of these I wanted to be good, or I didn't know what to think, or I expected that they straight up surprised me. They were good. Expected them to be okay, and they ended up being phenomenal. Uh, And they should put those out year round. Yeah. Right. And then lastly, we had the Greystone Bakery uh, when we tried the Brown Sugar Blondie, Mm -hmm. which, if you remember. That was another one. We actually learned like reminded me a lot of today's actually. Yeah, I'm still drooling thinking about it. And the winner for the best package thoughts ever to happen on our reaction is the Greystone Bakery Brownies. Yay! It was delicious. The Brownie Blondie was first of all one of the best things I ever put in my mouth. It was fresh, so fresh. And not only was it that, I think part of the reason why it helped win is because it had the coolest company yes. that we've ever dealt with. It did, up yes. Up until Project 7 today. Right. Project 7 is the only company I feel like that has come close to being such a cool right. company. I agree. I really, I loved the brown, or the blondie. It was and delicious. It, it was delicious, and then you read about the company, and you were telling me all these facts, and I'm like, I'm loving it more and more and more. Was amazing. They deserve the win. Well, to hopefully cure some of this hunger, let's go to our next thought. Or our next thought. Our next award, which is the worst package thoughts. (laughs) Do you like what I did? Okay. The nominees for worst package thought are Hanky Panky. Great fucking name, still. It was a great name. Horrible mix. It was popcorn and peanuts, and it all tasted like styrofoam. Yep. And chocolate, caramel, peanut, popcorn. It was nasty. It was disgusting. And whoever makes... I'm pretty sure I could have opened up a bag of pack and peanuts and had that. Yeah. Yeah. It had no flavor, and you sat there and chewed it like... "Mm." Yeah. Still was fucking... It wasn't even close to expired. It was brand new. It was disgusting. Our next nominee for worst package thought, the Think Protein Bar. I think it sucked. Yeah. I remember. We had the peanut butter one of those. That was the one product on this whole show that I've ever actually had to spit out. You spit out, I think, all of the protein bars you've ever tried. Oh, I would swallow. I didn't say I liked it. You're like this anti-protein bar person. They're nasty. They all have that nasty medicine taste. Okay, and our last nominee for worst package thought was the letdown of the chocolate 
and peanut butter Twinkie. Biggest letdown of 2018. It was very hard on my heart. It sounds like it should be a winner from the get-go. It should have been amazing. It was not. It did suck ass. It sucked. It didn't have hardly any peanut butter taste and chocolate taste. It sucked ass. Twinkie, hostess, be ashamed. Yeah. Be very ashamed. Hanky Panky! Yeah, you can't The styrofoam mix. <laughs> that was so nasty. And now we're going to go over into the best story. Like yeah, I said, so we, we had the animal yay. story. But now it's time for the best story. You Overall, baby. Go ahead, bring it to us. What's the best story that we've had? The best story nominees are... Penis Parade from episode 46. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking love this. This was a penis parade that was in China, was it? Japan. Japan. I was Come on, think about it. It's, it's a, a weird fucked up thing. thing. It's, it's going to be Japan. Japan. It, yeah, that's very true. Very true. They uh, paraded women around on a seven-foot wooden penis around town in hopes that they would all prosper. <laughs> It was awesome. Get Who has a parade like that? Who? Think of the floats, people. Think of the floats. Say, I think of them all. It was awesome. <laughs> the next nominee is the ramen noodle theft from Throwback. episode nine. That was bad. Oh, there was a 40 episode gap there, yeah. Yeah. Took me through the time that was there. an early one. That's where the, was it two young kids stole... Like an almost entire truck full of ramen noodles. Yeah, it was $120,000. Yes, so you know noodles. how many ramen noodles they that is. It was down in Georgia. Yes. And did they, I wonder if they ever caught them. I don't know. It had to be college people. Who else has to eat ramen noodle? Who else wants to eat that ramen? <laughs> college students. $120,000 okay. ramen. That's the fucking company. Yes. Thank you. The third and last nominee... For best story is seemingly a tumor from episode <laughs> I 31. It. Yes. I love this story. That was a good one. That, that one, if you don't remember, was where a person, I think it was in Ireland, if I remember correctly. Yes, I believe you are correct. Uh, injected themselves with yes. semen repeatedly to help cure something. He had backache. Back pain. That's what it was. It was. It was back mm-hmm. pain. And he heard if you inject yourself right. with semen, that it would help. Yes. And he was having, he had done some construction work, had severe pain. So right. instead of doing his normal one dose of semen, yes. that he'd been doing for over a year, yes. he gave himself three doses and it came up as a giant tumor. So they're freaking out. The dogs are saying, right. How did this tumor form one night? Yeah, no, it turns out uh, when you pump semen in you it doesn't do anything all it does is just lock shit up we kind of stay there Ew. I, i'm still increase the size of the dose they they never, could you imagine popping that pimple yeah. <laughs> oh it's fucking gross Stop that. <laughs> the winner of the best story is penis parade yeah God, it's always win do not leave us, Japan. Do not leave us. Not now, not ever. Oh, and we have an honorable mention in this category. We do. Yes. The wanted man is present 
from episode 25. Oh, yes. That was a good honorable mention. Yeah, uh, He was the one that was up in, I think, Washington. Yes, it was Washington. Uh, where he, he would comment back on the Facebook page because he was a wanted man. Yes. He was the most wanted man in the county, and he commented on there. And then the cops would comment to his comment, and he would comment back. It was awesome. He didn't turn himself in the first time. He told them sorry. Yes. And he turned himself in and posted a picture. Right. Oh, that, that was a good one. That was amazing. I love that it. That was fucking great. That, that was good. I don't care who you are. So this next category, um, I think, is one of the coolest categories that we have. And that's the best talkback. Yeah! Now, this one is actually going to be awarded to one of you. Yes! Like we say, it's so important that we, you know, we love listening to you. So what we bought was three of the best comment backs that we've had yeah uh, and by that i mean we checked our facebook page mm-hmm. we checked our twitter page mm-hmm. we checked our podbean page Amen. we checked the emails sing it again brother these were the best talkbacks that we had over yes. this last year uh the first one comes up to us recently it was commented on facebook after we posted about episode 50 yes where larry luckert and I'm going to shorten this because it had a couple things in it. Right. The part that is up for the nomination is, as he quoted, as for the principal, he probably wasn't used to seeing naked women with their teeth. Being as he was from Alabama, you get it? And if you remember, that was the uh, he that was in reference to a story that we brought up of a Alabama principal at a Catholic school who was caught at a strip club. And the reason why he was caught is because he got arrested at yes. said strip club. <laughs> Uh, the, the next, next one comes up to us from our Podbean. Yeah. Uh, and that just happened just recently. It was on June 15th. It was another right. recent one. Where, in reference to a story when we were talking about the roundabout disturbances and all, mm-hmm. uh, they, I-H-K-X-Z-R, was quoted as saying, Can't help to but picture the scene from Wizard of Oz being centered around the roundabout. Yes. That was awesome. amazing and still how I look at it. Yes. That made me laugh out loud. And then lastly, we actually go back to Facebook for another nominee. Yes. This one came on a December 14th status saying, be ready for our Christmas special and our year-end mm-hmm. special that we were having. Um, and that is when Russ Farrington was quoted as saying, when he was excited for the Christmas specials, yes. saying, quote, I sincerely hope it jingles my jingles. Yes. That was awesome. Uh, yes. That was a like good said, one. This is the category that's special to me. And... The winner of you guys for the best talkback is Russ Farrington. I really hope that this this award jingles your jingles. Yes. Love you, Russ. Love you. Love you. Okay, that was now, amazing. For the biggest award of the night. Bum, bum. Thing it's all named after. One of our favorite catchphrases since yeah. Cunt Muffin was a thing. <laughs> Or, or not cut off. I'm sorry. Cunt no, cake. but <laughs> cunt cake's better. <laughs> hmm. Okay. One of our favorite saying since the cunt cake came about. That's a little. Uh, that's not so. Uh, whatever. Since the cunt cakes, it's the biggest Watt Waffle Award. Yay. Now. For this award, what we did is we went down through all the stories we've done. We've talked about some twat waffles out there. We've talked about some assholes. Oh, gosh. Some jack wagons. Mm-hmm. Some jag offs. Some cunt cakes. Mm-hmm. Some, some literal bitches. Oh, we've yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So we talked about some messed up folk. Straight from the fucked up side of stories, we have these three nominees for the biggest plot waffle. The Mississippi Baby Killer out of episode 40. May you die. Now, I want you to let me know, why were they a plot waffle? Because they literally killed their own child by not having it go and taking it to get some medical help. They thought it would be okay. Even though they took it to a doctor and the doctor said, this child needs emergency care, they instead took the child home. Isn't this the same one that left it in a car and... No, that was that was oh, the that police was lady. Yeah, that was yeah. another twat waffle. Yeah, well, that was all. You're right. This is the mm-hmm. for real. Uh, the second nominee for the biggest twat waffle is Porter Punk yes. from episode 25. Oh, I Tell me about this twat waffle. Oh, I gotta say this through gritted teeth because this guy pissed me off. This poor lady was in a wheelchair at the airport waiting to get on her flight. He... Took her to the, uh, what do you call that? The terminal? Uh, terminal, where she was to get her flight. The gate, whatever. Yeah, the gate where she was to get her flight. He got off of work and just proceeded to leave her there. Yeah. And she, her flight got canceled. Yes. Anything. No, she had to spend the entire night sitting there in her wheelchair because she can't walk. Did her family have to come get her yes. the next day and found her? Mm-hmm. And the last nominee for the biggest twat waffle is Assassination Prank back in episode 9. Yeah. Episode 9 has a couple of awards, both good and bad here. Yeah. But that's the only biggest twat waffle. What a weird week. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> this one uh, was an oops going way wrong. This was in North Korea. Some girls thought they were going to be the next biggest YouTube hits. Somebody had tricked them into believing that. And they thought they were putting baby oil in people's faces. They ended up putting a chemical. I can't remember the name of the chemical, but it uh, caused instantaneous death. And they had them do it to Kim Jong-un's brother. So, unfortunately, I've never been able to find out what the... They were facing death charges. Yeah. So, I've never been able to find out. Now, now mind you, for that award specifically, the Twelve Wolf does not go to the two girls. No. Remember that story was no. not their fault and they did not know. I know it sounds no. like, how do you no. not know? Trust me, go back, listen to episode nine, listen to the story. They see were what young mean. girls thinking they were going to make it on YouTube. That's, That's what I said. They got paid, like I said, go back, listen, you'll see what we mean on that part. It is this the one goes guy to the people that yes. tricked them into it. Yes, to the gentleman that tricked them into this. This is what this twat waffle is for. The winner of the biggest twat waffle is. The Porter Pug! Anger. That's right. That's right, you little you suck. piece of shit. That's what your award is. I just shit on a waffle. There's your award. Shit on a waffle? Well, I mean... Don't ruin waffles. I like waffles. Oh, I do, too. In the morning, I'm having waffles. <laughs> Those are the ends of our yes. first ever annual... Thank you. Thank awards. you all, people. I love you. Thank you for coming. Thank I you for coming. Tip your waitress on the way out. I truly hope y'all enjoyed that. <laughs> um, you comment back. Uh, let us know what you thought of this. What yeah. do you want to see different? What do you want to see out of us this upcoming year and all? 
Right. It was fun, too, folks. I hope you had as much fun listening to this as we did preparing it all. I really do. And we love bringing our comments up. And actually, there is a comment I wanted to bring up from last sure. week. And it's a little bit of an out-of-order thing. But That's okay. It's, out of order. it's a special. It is. Uh, Larry actually did comment back last week. Uh, he put, I found the tire story thing a little intriguing. First, when I heard Flat No More, I thought it was a female lingerie ad, which was great. And I wanted to bring that up because I love that. Uh, it would be a great female lingerie product, by the way. Flat no more, you get free moves. He said, but then I heard it was, uh, it was for tires. Run Flat Technology has been around for a while. Not sure how about, I'm sorry, not sure how I feel about them until I see more. Uh, and he brought up, he actually has a, a story up there, like a link to an article, which is a really interesting article, by the way. If you're curious in that story, you're more welcome to that comment and click on his link that he posted there. Um, so it's just kind of an interesting thought. He he feels that it's not this brand new technology they're trying to make it out right. to be. Uh, they're just trying to resell. So I think that's where his feelings at. But I'm most going to bring because I loved his idea for a female lingerie ad that I want to get into business with. Yes. <laughs> uh, I do want to give before we go out mm-hmm. a couple very special thank yous and shout outs. Oh yes, most definitely. Um, I obviously, this is our one year anniversary. I've had a blast over this last year. Oh, yes, very We much have brought so. you uh, literally hundreds of stories already. Mm-hmm. And it's. it's hundreds of food, good and bad. Not hundreds <laughs> of foods. No, because it hasn't been. Yeah. yeah. Over 100 stories, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that being said, and all these annual awards and all that, I do want to give a couple very special thank yous yes. and shout outs to things that have made this possible this last year. Right. Continue to make it possible every week up to it, including this episode. Um, and those thank yous go out to Podbean, who help mm-hmm. uh, public. Uh, publicize our, our podcast every right. week. They thank upload you. it. They do so much. They do um, appreciate it all. The uh, the, the voice meter and audacity those uh products help me so very much when it comes down to editing and recording right. everything that i do on the side to to help kind of polish it up and make it sound a little bit nicer and you know cut out the bad air but i, I want to give a shout out to those. i also want to give a shout out to capital land collectibles mm-hmm. uh, they were our first ever sponsor yes so appreciate that you have no idea what that did that was awesome amazing that was great that that really helped go and check out their facebook their facebook page you'll love their stuff trust me i want to give a special thank you to anthony uh he is the one that you have now heard for 53 episodes mm-hmm. in our intro. Yes, that intro sir. is actually a completely original thing that he did for us. Yes. He created just for us and gave us free of charge he is to an use amazing as our trademark song on our guitar reaction. player. Yes. So, and I, I thank you so much for that, Anthony. Yes, um, very I want to give a special uh, shout out to our significant others. Mm, yes. Um, both your husband and my wife, yes, Ryan yes. Carmen. Uh, I, I say we give a special shout out to those, and the reason being is because. While they may not be part of the podcast in the sense that they're not here editing, recording, doing that kind of thing in the research, they lose us for multiple hours every week. And they have done so not only with no complaints, but with great support. Amen. Um, I mean, they really do support us. They are happy for us. Yes. They so willingly... I love time you, Papa, like that we could use mm-hmm. with our spouses. 
Right. Because they, they know we're coming down, down to do a, a podcast. Exactly. That means a lot to us. It does. I, I, mean, very I don't get much. to see my wife very much with our work schedules. No. You don't get to see your husband very much with work schedules. And they can finally be home, and we take more of that time away sometimes. I mean, we try to do some of the work, the behind-the-scenes work when they're not here, but that still takes a lot of time away from them, and we want to give a special shot to that. Most definitely. And most importantly, our number one thank you and shout-out for this whole year is to all of you. Everyone yes. who kept listening in. Yes, yes, yes. You the guys that kept us going. Everybody I that love supported you all. us. Everyone that has commented, everyone that has rated, reviewed. I can't believe you like me. You really like me. I, it's, it, it's, I'm at a loss of words. It's mind-boggling. It is. It's awesome. It's wonderful. It is amazing. You just can't understand how how it is to have somebody reply to something you have put so much of yourself into. Yes. It is amazing, and I love it. And I'd like to give out a special shout-out to my co-host, my son, the love of my life. I love you, Travi, honey, as always. Thank you so much. That, I mean, that goes honestly the exact same for you. I could not have hand-picked a better co-host to go on this endeavor with and to now have a year of podcasts out here um, internationally, you know, out in the world is, is awesome. I could have picked a better person to go on this journey with. Um, and thank we you so much for co-hosting. Uh, my definite pleasure. I just want to, the time we get to spend together as mother and son, I just, I'll never have enough of it. So yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's awesome. It's an amazing, amazing thing. Um, and you can do this. By the continued support oh, by yeah. reaching out to us on our Facebook, our Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, our email, Podbean, iTunes, wherever yes. you listen to your podcasts at, rate, review, give us those five stars, that helps. Um, and those comments, those tweets, those emails that we right. get. And tell others about us. I can't say us. how much they do. I post all the links in the description below. Please feel free to click on those. Uh, yes. You'll see what the latest story was. You can, you know, use that as your retweet, use that as your comment. Or you can just straight up tweet us or write on our wall. Mm-hmm. All those things are just so outstanding to us. Um, let us know, as always, to what you want to hear more, what you want to hear differently. We continue to do this to better yes. your listening pleasure. Yes. Um, so if you ever have a good idea, if you're if there's something we're doing that is annoying to you or boring mm-hmm. to you or you don't like, let us know. Seriously, let's see how we can adjust that because um, we do it for you. Exactly. That's Amen. what we do this for. We do this for your listening pleasure. We want to make sure that you get the most enjoyment you can possibly get out of Relative That's Reaction. That's right. Um, you've supported us for an entire year now. It's yes. amazing. Um, I can go on thanking you for hours, but I just want to say one final thank you. Um, I just, I can't believe it. It's been a year. We're a year old. Our podcast is one year old. Yeah. Oh. Fireworks for days. Fireworks for days on that. I love um, you all. And love as you always, all. as we have done for this will be the fifty-third time now. Yes. It never gets old. Never. And it never gets any less true. Amen. And always remember this fact that yes. we love our animals. We had an even we had yes. a special award for animal stories. That's we do right. so many animal stories. Uh, but with that being said, make sure you help control the pet population. Yes. Don't let Bob Barker down. Don't let your local humane society down. Help spay and your pets. And some of your relatives. Like, if they're going to be up on the nominee list for the lawful of the year award. Yes, yes. I mean, 
let's just say. Snip, snip, snip. 